You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the beloved Goober podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's what David said. We should. That is a very accurate. We call it amateur hour. Amateur 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 half hour hour, because we can't handle an hour. We should call it. We should call it amateur hour, but it's only a half hour. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, The reason for the episode being late there, Um, but it will be posted. So um, this episode, like last week, does end in a couple bucks down. So um, I know we all have a few stories here. Uh, Not. Hmm? I don't know. I you, you feel weird? Up. Yeah. I was going to – shoot, we need to start over. I screwed it I up. I think we should just leave this yeah. and make it super <laughs> awkward for Brayden. <laughs> Brayden's trying to say that I killed the deer. Okay. <laughs> I was like – I was. I literally, in the train of thought, was like, am I going to spoil this now? Or no. I, okay, I think we should totally leave this because the agony of people listening to you trying to frame up the fact that Brad killed a deer – is going to be funny. Yeah. yeah. It's very obvious. You I'm not a professional a surprise, here. Right? I know. I, I, I know. told uh, – the truth is I told Braden that he should kick this one off because I feel awkward saying that I killed the deer and we should wait until the end for that story. But and that's what happened. in the middle of me introducing it, just blew it. So, okay. If, we really got to just – this show's now amateur hour. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to it. Welcome to it. See, it was uncensored, though, because we haven't right. censored you out. See, yeah. We do censor Erica because I can't get her to hold a mic to her face. I know. It's like, look at this thing. It, well, it, I have a bird beak nose. No. <laughs> I don't want to do with your nose. I don't want it to, like, whistle. All right. All right. Well, I can tell the story of our good friend, Philly the Goat. Oh, Philly the um, Phil Goat. The Philly Goat. This past weekend, um, uh, y'all have heard us talk a lot about the private property that we got access to, bef- like, right before the season. Um, so I, I killed my buck on... The public land that we were scouting uh, basically all year after last year. Um, and you just so wanted to remind people it's public mm-hmm. land, Buck, didn't I you? I killed my well, <laughs> public land. He's, no. like, he's like, well. well Builds it private, but I'm let better. Me, let me finish. It is public. Uh, so we scouted all that. All of our cameras were on that, and that's where like all of our attention was. And then right before season, we got access to this pu- uh, this private. So we basically spent the early part of the season like scouting this private land and like getting ready to actually hunt it and so um we did hunt we've hunted this land probably five or six times and uh most recently phil saw like six deer finally in the field we had like struggled to see deer in person we had them on camera and we're just trying to like piece together how how they move on this property especially like trying to identify these bucks that we're starting to get on camera and like where are they moving where are they going based on the wind all this stuff and uh, Friday night, uh, me and Phil were texting back and forth like we always do on, you know, where we're going to set up and, you know, how we think the deer are moving. And we started drawing lines on the the map and on, on how we felt like they were moving based on deer we had like actually seen and were taking into account the wind the next day and drew a couple lines. And we're like, all right, I, this is a really like we feel really good about this plan. Um, let's sell it, set up so that Phil has the most likelihood to, to see a buck based on like what we'd seen on camera. And then I took um, Owen, his uh, brother-in-law, and we had my buddy uh, Patrick Sellers um, come out with us, who's one of mine and Phil good buddies from high school, played in the band. 
real cool dude. He races RC cars. He does like 3D printing. He's so the big Russian. gun nut. Yeah, yeah. The, the Russian sniper. I call him the Russian sniper yeah. <laughs> because he wears like one of those Russian hats. Oh, which, the big furry one? Yeah, and I it's like one when it blaze gets really cold. Dude, I had mine I, on this weekend. Yeah. I bought one like this past week and wore it uh, Saturday morning. It was amazing. They're solid. Yeah. Freaking yeah. love it. I, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I was actually sweating in mine and it was like 22 degrees outside or yeah. something. Well, yeah, and the cool part, you just take those ear flaps and mm-hmm. clip them to the top. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, uh, we're all set up and Patrick has this freaking like sniper rifle that can shoot across this giant field. So we've got him laying in the field. Me and Owen are kind of, of deep in the woods. <laughs> yeah. It just, it feels right. And, uh, total gun nut. He's got, he showed me a bunch of his guns. He, um, but is that a metaphor? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I, knew, <laughs> just, I tried I not to pause to give yeah. you a chance to say something like that. I knew you were going to do that. Uh, that's great. So um, we, me and Owen are in the middle of the woods up in a saddle, and then Phil is along. Is that a metaphor? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Erica wins. We're not going to get to publish this. Oh, episode. God. Um, and then Phil is along the property line, and like they basically had clear-cut the property line, which we felt like made sense on, on like a, a good place for deer to be moving, um, similar to like the logging road strategy that we've mm-hmm. deployed on uh, public before. So um, – Basically, sun starts to come up, and you know, squirrels and birds are moving around. I heard a couple deer when we were getting up in the tree, um, but I'm up in the tree with Owen, and I can see Phil. I don't know; he's like 80, 100 yards away. Um, I heard he might have heard some tap dancing, also. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we so, can just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we're just we're trying to be quiet and like listening. And I knew that Phil was in the spot. Like Phil was ready to see deer yeah uh me and owen were like kind of if if deer took a weird course that we weren't anticipating we were going to shoot them but um yeah so early in the morning um uh i'm talking to owen about something and all of a sudden i hear phil just grunt like real aggressive deep grunt and i was like what's he what's he doing with back his there? mouth or with a call with a grunt called okay a grunt tube and um he does it another time and then all of a sudden gunshot and i look at owen and look over at phil and he's like still aimed at a deer and so i'm thinking he's just like watching it run boom gunshot i was like all right so he either shot the thing twice or he was not real pumped about his first shot yeah because he had recently had gun trouble can relate yeah yeah (laughs) he took four shots at some does the previous week Uh, um yeah so yeah but Uh, so anyway, he, I look over at him after the second shot and he's freaking fist pumping, like looking at me and Owen like, "Ah." and so, um, when Owen was climbing the tree, he accidentally knocked the third stick off the tree. So me and Owen were stuck. So I had to, in Phil's excitement, he comes over still shaking, like climbs a tree, gets us down. And, uh, he's like, I think I shot him twice. And we get down, we go over no blood at all. Um, you know, didn't, didn't see anything and start like working through the woods. He's like, I'm pretty sure I heard him pile up and literally 20 yards. There he was laying dead and one gunshot wound. Um, so Mm -hmm. Phil thinks the second one is the one that did him in, but it's very familiar. Yeah. 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 So that was, that was it. We drug, drug that buck across like two giant cornfields. How was that backstrap last night? Dude. Yeah. That was fun too. Phil, uh, and Patrick, uh, and I processed it at Patrick's house, and uh, Phil gave us, like, I don't know, 30% of one of his back straps that he, oh, wow. uh, that Patrick grilled what up. What a kind heart. Yeah. Oh, he's a Phil, good kid. Phil's a great dude. Phil's a, he's he's a real guy. stud. Uh, and so we had some mushrooms, potatoes, and asparagus, and back strap, and mm, it was just outside like in 17 degree weather. Good Indiana evening. So sounds, sounds like good. a great weekend. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. And I got to see, you know, Phil process that deer. So that was like really educational for me. Mm-hmm. I hadn't like been around that a bunch. So yeah, it was great. Man. What's funny is uh, someday you'll come over to where I do it and I don't do it how Phil does it. I could tell by the way he does some cuts and you're going to yeah. be like, dang it. I didn't know there were multiple ways to do that. Like uh, you're always, it's always yeah. different. Okay. You're always learning. There's always new, new yeah. things to, which I'm not saying my way is better or not. Yeah. Uh, that, that wasn't my point. I'm no, just saying yeah. it's like, 
you end up hanging out with five different people and you see five different ways right. to do a deer. Yeah. He did he, he called it seam butchery, uh, which is like where you you're just like following the mm-hmm. basically the lines. Oh yeah, that that part he just had a bone saw out and I don't I don't do oh, saws. Oh, that's not the okay. I don't do saws. See, he did it based on meals. Yeah. He was saying like so he lined it up, he was like, This is gonna be that, this yeah. is gonna be that, this is gonna be that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong planned. with the way he did it. Uh, he on the shanks he cut off the which I know why he did it. Um, I won't usually do that until I know I'm going to make like Asabuco or something and uh, then I'll go back and do it okay. if I need to. Gotcha. Um, yeah. We lost like a lot of the meat just because of the trauma to a shoulder. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize you lose that much. But yeah. What's Phil shooting? It was a six five. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it was a lot of trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah. I'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, Erica, what, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, well guys, I've been out there and out there. And out there. Oh, it's good. And out there. And I have a lot of roller coaster of emotions. I feel like today I'm going to give up and then tomorrow I'm going to get out there again. But the good thing is the past couple of years, I feel like I haven't really seen anything. And then Braden gave me some tips on scouting. Neighbor man has helped me scout. And we moved the tree stand this year. Seen a lot of action. Um, and let's see. I've seen a couple bucks. I've seen a lot of does and button bucks. And um, I think I came in on Friday and we were like, oh, uh, you know, there's only a couple people left at Go Wild that haven't shot anything yet. Like, this is your day. And I was like, today is my day. I'm going to go out there. Goodbye. Peace out. And I go and I get in the stand. And um, my mom is watching the kids. And Tim's like, let's do a date night. And I'm like, after... The sun is down. 30 <laughs> minutes. We will do that. Goodbye. And so I leave and sit Also, there. I'm going to smell like pee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did do. More we, so than usual. Well, yeah. we were in the van. I go, <laughs> well, we were in the car headed to dinner. I go, oh, my God. Smell my finger. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Like, yeah. Oh, so That's disgusting. the clip I want to see yeah. right there. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, so we sit out there and um, I sit out there alone. Uh, anyways. Oh man, the squirrels! I'm going to lose it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know you don't like that, but that means that they're eating the same thing. I know, I know. You got to remember that that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say don't. I mean, right? They're yeah, it's the I, same food source. Yep. Right? They're both going after acorns. Yeah. Yeah. You, you you're in a good spot because I think of that. I'm in a good spot. Well, you know you're in a good spot. I mean, you've been seeing deer there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I feel good about it. That's why I feel like I'm so crazy about. Like, I gotta get out there. I gotta get out there. I gotta get out there. She she passed on a buck the other night, <clears throat> but I told her the I was like you you gotta get like aggressive and going out in the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. because after when December gets here, it's yeah. gonna be so much slower Time than what you're. Well, it's, they're just they're gonna their behavior is gonna change. Everything's gonna slow down. Yeah. This is your time. I think this is my time. But I did on Friday. Um, I turned my head. I heard something over here. I thought it was a squirrel. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to look at that ass. Well, I mean, jerk. I'm not going <laughs> to look at that jerk. It's uncensored. We don't care. That's true. Um, so I turn over and there's this like little buck that has mm-hmm. come in. And I'm like, eh, it's like a taller, like four point. And I'm like, I don't want that. I'm like, oh, man. And so I just kind of watch him, and then I get out my binoculars and look a little bit more. He's probably like 15, 20 yards. Mm -hmm. Um, Look at him, and I see, like, he's a six-pointer, but, like, his body's kind of small. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) And then I sit for, like, one more minute, and I'm like, who do you think you are? (laughs) Why are you passing on this six-pointer? There goes out here after a Pope and Young. Yeah. Yeah, like, what are you doing? And I was like, shoot this stupid thing. And so I finally, like, I get my gun up, and I'm turning around, and he walks off. <laughs> you got in your head too much. Like, why? Anyway. I've been there. We've all been there. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. I, I've gotten to where I think about it well before I'm actually in that scenario. Yeah. Like, on the way out every morning I'm hunting, I'm like, what is something I'm going to take today? And yeah. if it walks in front of me, let's go ahead and think this through now so that when it happens, I'm not sitting there thinking about it for 20 minutes. Right. I did yeah. that with a doe the other night. I stalked up on her and I got there and I looked at her for three minutes through my scope like, oh, don't want to do this. But it was the end of the night too. Mm-hmm. And I was I coming back out the next day and I'm like, I'm going to make so much work for myself. I'm going to get like two hours of sleep if mm-hmm. I shoot this thing because I'm going to go. I'm either going to have to go take it home and do it myself or drop it off at the processor. I've never been to this processor. What if he's closed? 
that's all that's all part of my thought process mm-hmm. yeah like oh, what if this walks out this time of day versus this time of day if i have this many hours left or the in the morning like you, oh, you opening gotta, morning i will i normally will not shoot a doe i did one year because yeah. i was getting into i was like really low on meat mm-hmm. but uh yeah the, I, I i do that too to an extent mm-hmm. i had a, a doe gifted to me this year though and i went through all the same things that you did yeah yeah, um, I also told Brayden a story about how um, a, a real nice shooter buck came oh, yeah. in, like, 8 to 10 point. I don't know. I was going to shoot it. But yeah. it came in, like, so quickly. And it, like, came in, like, front side and then did a quick turnaround to where I had its, like, butt at me. And then it – but it was 10 yards, and then it ran off. And I just in my head thought it kind of needed to be broadside, and it never was. But then I tell Brayden the story, and he's like – with a rifle, you could have shot, like, when it turned around, like, at that angle towards the back. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm just learning a lot. It's fine. You are. Yeah. Thinking through the anatomy, even when I, I think about it when they come through of, like, if I was shooting that, even if I'm not going to, just, like, where would you shoot that deer? Mm-hmm. You know? Because it does make you, then the more you think about it, the more used to it you'll be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it, it is kind of tough. Like, those two situations would be, like, you know, like, a little bit more of an advanced, like, shot placement like mm-hmm. you're you've got to think of like where the vitals are and where the exit's going to be like yeah it wasn't exactly like great for someone trying to shoot you know no. mm-hmm. it's but a great way to lose a ham yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you would you would probably be which uh my friend brandon butler always says you know we, we just shoot them in the legs they can't run far without legs <laughs> yeah. so it makes tracking easier yeah <laughs> i disagree with uh, brandon <laughs> Brand, Brand, Brand jokes on this brandon's obviously yeah. a phenomenal hunter right uh but no it always cracks me up he's like just shoot them in the legs they can't go very far <laughs> oh my gosh. it's hard too because we we talk a lot about like archery too like we just came out of like talking a ton about archery shot placement and stuff and now we're switching yeah. the gun and yeah. like you might be a little more, more cautious like yeah. at a quartering two archery shot you're gonna wait for him to get brought yeah. like that's what we've been talking and mm-hmm. so the, yeah, we also talked sucks. already yeah. about how we've missed multiple deer with firearms so <laughs> yeah. it's not like they're uh yeah. slam dunk either no heck no <gasps> well what'd you get into not a whole lot um i went out and hunted friday morning um you, so you're looking for does at this yeah point, you know I, I would still like bit. to get a doe just to, for the freezer it's not necessary at this point and like my my motivation i guess is you got all that bear too yeah no i mean i'm good as far as like the freezer the wild game freezer is concerned bear deer geese Beaver, turkey, turkey. Possum. I still got some turkey. You need nope, that no possum. <laughs> Didn't keep the possum. No, he's turning that into that hat for you. That's, <laughs> yeah. what that's, that's what that's going Didn't to. keep the I, possum. You don't have to have it by Christmas. My birthday's in January, so. Let's see what I can do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, Nasty uh, tail. <laughs> yeah, went out Friday morning and hunted. Um, didn't see a whole lot. Um, then came in and worked here. Saturday. So you think it's slowing down yet, or it's definitely slowing down. Um, we're I not keep, out of it, but it's I slowing down. I, I, yeah, I, my buddy, um got one on Saturday and on Saturday night him and his son got one and they had a 12 point come in mm-hmm. and it, he said it was like full blown rut oh, yeah. Yeah. like that it was, he was still on the hunt and then oh, the yeah. one they ended up shooting which was a eight uh young eight and that he said he was in rut too so oh, the, yeah. the bucks are definitely still looking this is mm-hmm. why I'm telling you though yeah you gotta yeah. you gotta get it like this oh, is yeah. your week you know, this like I really, you should just leave. Like I need you to just leave right yeah, now and go as soon as we're done here. Go. Yeah. Hunt. This yeah. has been a weird yeah. episode fo- so far. So I'm going to ask a weird question just real quick. All right. Uh, <laughs> being that it's rut, uh, the nuts on my buck were pretty small. The nuts on Phil's buck this weekend were like larger than Kiwis. Does the, do they, do their nuts get bigger during rut? I don't think no. swell. I've, I've never really looked into that. I just that's I, what everybody said that I've asked. And I've that asked they like do? People. No, they no, don't know. No one's really. I, no one's ever I don't, asked about it. I think it would. I don't I think it's going to boil more down to genetics than anything. Yeah, okay. yeah. So and I, I know that's kind of like that a, boy. I know that's kind of a catch-all answer yeah. in like the hunting world. Oh, it's genetics, but I I think that that's yeah. probably what. But it's one be. would assume the bigger the nuts, the more testosterone. That's what flowing. I'm maybe like no, yeah, but no. I'm not saying they swell. I'm saying oh. like a a you know, the more mature deer are probably like more likely to be. I don't know. I'm just I'm, maybe. This is know. a great question for our friends at National Deer Alliance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all. You'll get back yeah. to your regular program. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Braden. For <laughs> yeah. That. So hunted Friday morning. Uh, worked back at the firehouse Saturday. Went back to work after taking a couple shifts off for deer season. Um, and then yesterday, I just wasn't going to have time to get out. Um, I did do a little bit of taxidermy work yesterday. Though. I hear you're just like handling everybody's deer. Yeah. I was, I'm kind of backlogged. I've got like three. Yeah. I was. 
uh, I guess it was Saturday, right, Braden? I, I get a text message from Braden Saturday night when I'm at the firehouse, and he's like, hey, are you interested in doing uh, Phil's Buck? And I'm like, yeah. I know are you doing Jacob's, Wait, too? you're doing He never got back to me no. about it yet. I just European what? mounts. Oh. Yeah. You, I mean, like you know, beaver, like the beaver, yeah. yeah. So say it's like and the same. I've yeah. done my buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done a couple. So Phil's buckhead is currently in my truck. Right <laughs> yeah, <now>. for <laughs> me, for Derek. Yeah. So he texts me, and it was kind of funny because I'm sitting there texting Braden about it, and then Phil texts me, and he's like, "Hey, would you want to do it?" I'm like, "Yeah, man." I was talking with Braden, and then Braden texts me back. He's like, "I gave you Phil's number." Like me and Phil text all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like, "Why am I middleman? They yeah. can talk to each other." <laughs> I love it. But do yeah. you live in an apartment? No. Oh, some reason I. Uh, listen, I'm still on that Dahmer kick, and I'm just like imagining like these vats of deer heads that you have in this apartment. Yeah, are no. questioning what you're doing. No, I have a house and okay. a garage with two boats in it. Oh, okay. He's living that single, yeah, yeah. single life with full income. Yeah, yeah. Cinco. yeah, Cinco. That's right. But then, so I did some taxidermy work Sunday, working on my buck, and then played some hockey games. I started on taxidermy. I've got it like cleaned down. But yeah. it's not been boiled, so it's just sitting in my garage. It's supposed to warm up today, though, and I'm like, oh. Well, that was, like, the fun part about yesterday with it being cold. And I'm, yeah. like, outside just yeah. boiling down this yeah. deer skull, I, drinking I, this a couple has been, beers, and then go to the hockey yeah, game, dude. and we're drinking some beers in the parking lot. And like Braden said, it's, like, 17 degrees outside. Yeah, but this is perfect temp for, like, if you get a deer, because then you don't have to worry about it yeah. getting hot. Absolutely. You know? um, in fact, I brought Braden a cooler in case he gets a doe, and I was like, I fit a whole deer in there because I didn't need ice. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, if you need ice or something to chill that with, you're going to. It's gonna... supposed to get hot, though. We yeah. all see Thanksgiving. 60 degrees. It's going to be like I didn't 60. See that. that sucks because we yeah. were talking about going out that morning. I mean, you still can. They, I mean, oh, we will. But yeah. yeah. I might. Tough. I'm still torn because I'm going out that morning. I just don't know what I'm going for yet. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go deer route and get a morning hunt in and still try to get that doe or. Thanksgiving is opening day of the first split for duck season here. Mm. I I thought you might be thinking about some squirrels. You don't like squirrels? I like squirrels. It's just there's so many other things that I'm after. I haven't been squirrel hunting in a long time, and I'm kind of really wanting to go. Um, I've got a good spot out where we uh oh yeah me too everywhere i hunt yeah, <laughs> yeah. when you go out I, I you go out for them though you won't see them nah, nah. yeah they'll be gone yeah it's true well they only they're only active for like two hours in the morning and two hours in the evening mm-hmm. like they're you, you can just down. forget it in the middle of the day i mean yeah. you might see a random one but they're not i feel like the entire time i'm sitting they're just no they bugging me oh uh, it's like clockwork about 10 o'clock they calm down yeah. yeah well okay you're talking about taxidermy Oh yeah, I killed what? a deer. <laughs> yeah, let's what? get to your story. Let's hear it. <laughs> I um, so I talked a little bit about it in the episode that may or may not be released. Hopefully, it is. Oh, it um, will be. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, but uh, so hopefully you guys have heard that. I talked about how I was struggling. I've only got a little bit. Uh, I'll kind of piece this together quick. It's really not a long story. Um, last year's story with toothpicks was way longer than this one. That um, was an epic. But I talked a little bit last week about how I was. You know, so I've, I've hunted this property a ton. I've been on this property since 2017. I've killed a good amount of deer out there. Um, the uh, normal areas that they are, they are not this year. Um, and it's just been like, it's like they've completely moved over to the other side of the property. And I did not scout this. So uh, the f- food was not something I was able to like, because I was going out to hunt and I didn't want to like, it's 70 acres, so it's not huge, but I didn't want to scout and walk through and bust up a bunch of deer when I would go yeah. out. So I've kind of just been, my approach has been like, I'm going to hunt this section for a couple times, see what's up, and uh, moving around. And then the thing that I've, I'm glad I did, which was risky, was leaving the stand a little bit early with gun season a couple times in the hopes that I could stock up on a doe, which mm. I finally did. And like I said, I kind of talked myself out of it after I thought about how much work it was, but I was able to figure out where they were at at the end of the night. And that's where I saw the the big buck who I did not shoot. This, this thing was a freak. Uh, uh, I talked about that last episode, I think. Uh, but I figured out where the bucks were likely coming through because the does were grazing out here. And I mean, Jacob on the map, figured out where uh there, that there was actually a cluster of oak trees there which i kind of knew but i hadn't i'd kind of forgotten about um just from seeing them in the past but so um 
I Sunday hunted the a spot which on a map if you looked at a map there's a pinch point and you're like that's the spot mm -hmm. in fact zach vikurovich has looked at this uh one time with me and he's like that's the spot and i'm like yeah, yeah. it's like they come through there it's dead on it's uh two tree lines come to, to a point and there's a fence line right there so they come it, it, that's down so mm -hmm. they come this way and they travel this way um in fact oh, the wow. deer i've shot several deer travel on this fence line um so I hunted from a new spot though, shooting into my property. Usually I'm shooting out the other way, which kind of limits my shot restrictions. If you remember the toothpick story, that's why I didn't shoot the giant last year because he got out. It would have been a skylight shot into the neighbor's property. So this this afforded me a lot more room to shoot, which I liked. Um, I actually had good activity. I think it'll be my future bow hunting spot, like oh, early sick. season, because um, the deer definitely come out there and graze. And with I, I've got like pretty much everything that moves in is in a 40 yard shot. So like 40 yards and in. So, mm -hmm. <clears throat> which is a little far for bow, but like 30, once they're there, most of them are going to be at 30 yards or less. Mm -hmm. In fact, this, this, the ones that came through were like 10 yards, you know, could have popped them oh, real wow. easy. Um, I hunted there, but even then on my walkout, that's where I saw, you know, all this action. So I moved um, to the middle of the property, which is kind of funny because normally they're congregated so heavy in the back. They're, they're coming through these, these, it's almost like I've, I've showed you guys pictures of that first spot I started. I mean, it's a freaking deer highway. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have, there's intersections. They almost need road signs to tell you where each one's going. There's so many of these Stop interchanges. Deer Prevent crashes. Yeah. There's like <laughs> exit one C one B, you know, there's tons of, uh, and it was marked up. It was a buck bedroom. And I started back there thinking that, uh, rifle season was going to be really uh heavy like it has been the last couple of years and it wasn't so the deer weren't spooked like they normally are where i hunt where i hunt there's you know in 2020 there were 200 gunshots throughout the day mm -hmm. and i heard uh more than 100 on i can't remember it was, it was a lot last year on opening day this year i heard 103 on opening day which sounds like a lot but it like it was only like 50 or so before 8 a.m. So a lot of deer dropping in the morning, but then the rest of that was kind of spread throughout the rest of the day. Yeah. So the deer weren't excessively jumpy. Yeah. Um, so that plan had failed. So as I pieced all this together and figured out where they were, I've gone back. Um, I'm, I'm in my saddle. Uh, so this is my first deer with a saddle. Um, I sat there on Thursday. I went out, Jacob booked a freaking meeting in Indiana. So I had an hour drive, uh, from Indiana yeah. and I didn't get set up until like three fifteen. man. Yeah. That's um, why you killed a deer though. You rifle got some hunted of that. I, 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 I rifle hunted from a saddle, cool. which I will like, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I have a, maybe I can talk more about the setup in the future of how I did it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to continue to figure it out, but, um, I bought a, a hanger, for my gun and I actually I had it sitting to where uh if I were going to shoot about where I thought I would want it mm -hmm. to balance so I sat there and I knew they four o'clock they start have been moving it's like on the dot and even the next day when me and Dan went out four o'clock on the dot they started moving and then um typically like the last 20 minutes of shooting light is when they've been the most active and I've been out at this property seven or eight times at this point like you start to figure it out of when they're starting to move right mm -hmm. just like on trail camera you're like this buck is always between six and seven so they start coming out um I see a I see what I thought was a groundhog come out and I didn't even pay attention to it and I didn't realize because I'd never hunted from this spot because the saddle frees you up to do things you haven't done before yeah um it, the dip was more extreme there than I uh, realized from this angle I was actually looking at a deer back oh, yeah. and oh. it was not a groundhog. I just, I got to thinking it was weird. I was like, Hey, weird time of day, uh, mm -hmm. with uh, after sunset for a groundhog to be walking around, you are like kind of asking to be dinner. Um, but then I realized it hadn't stood up or anything. And then I got my, uh, range finder out and it was a doe. So I'm watching the doe and I'm, I'm like, I'll take this doe. I'm going to take this doe. Uh, but it had that pass-through problem from where she was. I couldn't mm. shoot in the neighbor's property, and there's a deer stand right behind where she was standing. Mm. So I was not going to have that much confidence in myself at 100 yards. So I'm like, I got 15 minutes left. I'm going to wait and let her walk towards me. And um, so I'm, I'm letting her come my way, and then she gets into shooting range, and I'm like, she is very calm right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this another 10 minutes. I got 10, I think 10 or 12 minutes of shooting life, something like that. So I'm, I'm just kind of letting her do her thing. She's making her way towards me. It's going to make my shot easier, um, and I'll be able to see her instead of her running over the hill. So everything's going good. Everything's going good. And then she starts, tw you know, getting twitchy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, good Here sign. Because go. this, yeah, this was the plan is, like, to see if a buck would come in on her, right? And uh, he, he came in on her scent, 
like for sure because mm-hmm. the scent trail like was going blowing directly to where he came from so she 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 knew he was coming before i did, could see him but i i watch her for three minutes being like super jumpy none of that tail twitching like she is definitely alert and i see him i hear like the softest little sound come and I look over, and this dude is, like, full-blown, the most majestic rut mm-hmm. strut you can imagine. I mean, he is, like, huge. His neck was ginormous. I totally freaked out. I've never freaked out on a deer uh, like this. And this isn't even, like, uh, in 2020, I shot a bigger-bodied deer. Rack-wise, he's probably not – I mean, I don't know I don't know how he would size up to that one. Like, I, great deer. Yeah, at, yeah. at distance, looking at him at sh- past shooting light, too, I can't really tell any of these things. He's just – huge trotting in got that hard stomp when he's coming in like he's ready to go do this thing with this lady right mm-hmm. uh, he's he's coming out and i almost like totally panicked and shot through a small window of, of I, mean, I just i don't know what happened to me I, I i don't know if like the pressure of last year's tiny buck was weighing on me mm-hmm. but all of a sudden my mind is racing i'm like you have to shoot this deer this is the deer um, this is your redemption. All this stuff is going through my head <laughs> and I'm, I, he's coming. I, 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 I like literally almost shot through this tiny window. I was looking at him I'm like, what are you doing? You idiot. Slow down, slow down. Try to, trying to like calm myself down to breathe. And he comes in and he's at a trot and I, um, I, I bleat. He doesn't hear me. I bleat and he stops my feet. I'm trying to stop him for two reasons. I know if this doe sees this buck coming, she's going to run. Mm-hmm. And if she runs, he's going to run. Like, that, it's getting ready to be game over. I think that was part of what was yeah. weighing on my – like, I was really afraid that that was going to happen. So, I get him stopped before I think she had seen him because she had kind of been walking away. And I I took my shot, and he, like, ducked a little bit and looked around. And I, I've seen deer do this. I've shot and killed deer that, like, and just drop over they dead, don't, right? Yeah, like, they don't it's necessarily like, know at first. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, did that happen? And I'm like, okay, I'm not even messing around. I rack another one, and I look, and I am – like, my adrenaline is through the <sighs> roof at this point. I don't know how I hit this deer on the shot, too, I swear. Because, like, at that point, I had zero ability to be calm. Mm-hmm. And I shot 100 yards, hit him, um, and he does the – he jumps up and down, which I'm like – Boom, I got him. Okay. I knew I hit him good because when he took that step on his leg, he kind of dipped, which is always like what you want to see if you take a front. Like, you're like a good thing to see. It's not, I would have probably liked to have been a little further back because I could have saved that front ham. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he had a mushy shoulder. He, his, he tried he, to run on His leg was broke. Well, actually, was his. Now that I think about, I think I actually had a pass through between his bone. His bones weren't broken, but there wasn't any walking on it. Yeah. Um, but he runs over the hill, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, Somewhere between 60 and 80% confident. The fact that I missed on the first shot is really in my head, though. Mm-hmm. And so I texted uh, the O2 guys in the Go Wild Pod, or like the Go, there's been this text thread that's going on, and I, I could only get out like three words, one of which was an emoji. Yeah, I think I, yeah. what you was said it? shot big and then the emoji. Deer emoji. My hands were shaking so bad, I almost dropped my phone. Uh, and my wife had just texted me. I texted her the same thing. And she's like, do you have him yet? And I'm like, no, I, I don't even know. If that I'm was gonna... my response, too. Because yeah. everyone else on the group thread was like, yeah, 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 yeah. get him. And I'm like, I'm trying to be the realist that I am. And I'm like, do you have hands on him? Yeah, yeah. right. Because like, it's not, where is like, he? We've, we've had some moments uh, yeah. this season that have played out in this thread that haven't been great. And I, I think that's also in my head of like the panic of i can't see this deer yeah well that um, always goes through my head with anytime i'm hunting anything yeah like with my bear story everyone heard that like you you shoot you feel like you got a good hit and then you don't see it anymore like you are beside yourself for quite a while until you actually know what happened oh dude last year i shot that that deer from the other side of this finger and you know it took me 20 minutes to find him mm-hmm. and i was freaking out you know like oh. when you get in there and you can't find him but this deer i didn't even blood trail this deer i I, I, I've never been so, I, I, t- I told you guys, I said, I'm a mess. I don't know what happened to me. Like, it just had like this emotional experience. It's like more mm. than a freaking child being born. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got, gosh. I'm like, I got to just sit down and calm down for a minute. My hands got super cold all of a sudden. Like yep. you realize like all of a sudden you're all the stuff like that the, you weren't thinking that about I wasn't thinking about because it, it was yeah. cold too. like the, mm. for, for around here. I know these, but like my hands have been out exposed for the last 10 minutes. Um, and yeah. so that that feels like 20 was setting into my fingers all of a sudden i realized i'm like dude i haven't had my i had my my mitt my muff Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. i haven't been wearing my muff in the last 10 minutes my i can't even move my fingers to get out of this stand Mm -hmm. yeah phil had the same thing yeah he said after his shot he was 
shaking yeah. adrenaline like crazy. And yeah. then when it kind of like slowed down a little bit, he was like, I am freezing right oh, yeah. now. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's very normal. Yeah. I, I, uh, I've never had this, adre- this adrenaline surge. And I don't think – it's not like I shot a – Boone and Crockett deer. I don't know. I did, for whatever reason, it all compounded on me though. Yeah. Of of I think a lot of it was the pressure of like I've passed on deer and I'm in a little bit of a meat shortage. All mm-hmm. this is uh, you know knowing that maybe uh, you know uh, we've had some friends that have lost deer here. All this all these thoughts are running through my head, and I finally get it together enough. I just start throwing stuff out of the tree. <laughs> like I didn't even lower my bag. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't lower my bag. I was Jump like, uh, I was like, ah, the most valuable thing in here is a rangefinder. <laughs> Through it, those things are freaked out. Yeah. I know where I can get another one. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, I get, I get down. I'm like chucking, or no, I left my saddle stuff up because me and Dan were coming back the next day, and I topped the hill and I could see him, and I thought I saw him move, but it's like, I mean, I shot him with less than ten minutes of shooting light left, so it's dark. Yeah. Um, there's like the least little bit of fragments of the sun left in the sky here. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm looking at him and I can't see him through my scope to see if he's moving. So I'm like, I'm just, he's there. Mm -hmm. Maybe he runs when I walk up, but I'm going to walk up and see, he does not. I I watched him for maybe a minute and a half and I'm like, I'm pretty confident. So I walk up, do the eye poke. And then I realized I'm like, that's a big bodied deer. Mm -hmm. Like I sent that first picture and Braden said it too. It's like, you can't tell. It's so weird how like when I saw him the first time, I'm like, that thing's freaking huge. And then I got up to him and I can see it. And I took the picture and I'm like, he doesn't look as big as he is because there's no context. Right. Uh, But the, I mean, the, the freaking shoulder or a neck roast off this thing like was bigger than my thigh and that's just half of it. Right. Like they're huge. This deer was a monster body. Thick. Thick. Um, his rack's not, his rack wasn't like, (laughs) it's not a crazy rack or anything. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of him. I don't mean to like, I'm not shorting my deer though too. His rack is beefy. I thought it looked, it's not like that one's got more mass to it on the, on the sides. Um, but I mean, I'm really proud of him, Uh, but, but the, the, it like just finally getting to it. I'm like, all right, this is awesome. Now I'm super pumped. And then you have the opposite sensation where you forget your cold again. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, uh, you know, going to the car, I'm texting these guys the whole time. My fingers are functional again because I'm like, I'm relieved. You got all that pressure off of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I, I came in. I, I went and I, it, it's probably eight-tenths of a mile to, to this point where the deer is. Um, so I'll go to, back to get my car because I'm not dragging a 200-pound mm-hmm. deer out that far. And I didn't want to gut him right there because Dan was going to be hunting there the next oh, day. Okay. Um, oh, okay. And so I, I I drove him out to the front of the property, and that's where I field dressed him. But, dude, he was so big, um, I had to tie his head to my – you know how I have that SUV cart that's mm-hmm. low to the ground? Mm-hmm. I couldn't even get him in that. I, I had to mm-hmm. tie his head – I had to get his head up in there and tie it to the rack and then go around and try to drag his uh, – his. hit my uh, hot tip on how to get a deer in your truck from last episode. Mine or yours? Either of them. I know. Well, I had to do my hot <laughs> yeah. tip. I did, normally with the cart, like last year, I could just like one-arm that little deer up into there. <laughs> Uh, but 2020, I struggled with it Shepherd. too. The 2020 buck was definitely bigger body. I, st- I can't even believe that. Like that, once I got into butchering this one, I could like the neck roast was even bigger. That's really like uh, one of the things I remember. And then some of the the shanks off of it are just freaking ginormous mm-hmm. from that deer. Um, so when they're yeah. in full, when you say like their ne- its neck was huge because it was in like full rut. When you shoot it, does that kind of like decompress because of that or like its muscles are just inflamed like what i don't think they decompress any i thought that's another one i've never really put a lot of thought into i had neither this question came in but their necks definitely swell up like if you see a buck in early season on trail camera Mm -hmm. you can tell the difference yeah i can tell the difference i just wonder like i don't he his neck he was still beefy Mm -hmm. like I I do feel like there's a little bit of swell. I don't know because like there's almost like skin flap mm-hmm. in there. I don't know. Is it? I mean, is it like a muscle thing of like rubbing on trees and sparring with other deer? Could their, be. Their their neck just gets stronger, maybe. and they don't do that in the off season, so maybe it kind of leans out. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I I would love to know the answer to this question because I wondered all it really too. Good questions. Yeah. yeah. If you're if, listening, um, <laughs> not to next. Not to next. <laughs> that's the name of the episode. <laughs> That is a, that's a, that's it right there. Remember that. So, um, yeah. So then I brought him home, got him butchered, went to bed late. 
um, had a Cub Scout. No, wait, the next day was Friday. So Dan and I went out, mm-hmm. and we did the same game plan, but I put Dan in the buddy stand down in the corner where the bucks were coming. I've seen that my deer and then the bigger deer were both using that as a trail. I'd mm-hmm. seen them. So I put Dan down there, um, and we saw nothing until – it's like the same thing. Mm. At four o'clock on the dot, I could smell a deer. And I texted Dan, and he's like, it's like clockwork. Because I told him, four o'clock, dude. And I swear to God, every time there's a deer action at four. Um, and it happened. Four o'clock on the nose, I could smell a deer blowing over the hill. I never saw it. I only smelled it. It was almost like I, 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 I smell myself. I'm like, no, I definitely didn't because I hadn't smelled it for hours. And then all of a sudden, it was in my face. Like the pee, <clears throat> the deer pee? Yeah, I mean, they sit there peeing on themselves. Right. When, you know, like, when I approached that buck, I could I came up downwind to him and it's like mm-hmm. poof you you i told you the other day when i was on public land i smelled yeah. the mm-hmm. the deer mm-hmm. um you can definitely tell and i got three whiffs of that deer and then it was gone never smelled it again but then i told dan i said the other thing that's been happening is like with 20 minutes of shooting light left they all start coming out here and grazing i i don't i'm not saying it'll happen tonight but it's been like clockwork too like clockwork doe comes in i text dan i say got a big doe coming your way and dan has a uh, some kind of tag. What's the tag that he's trying to get his dough on? Because it gets him points for that. Is it like I don't know if I should even say I, where it is, but I think that that only pertains to that particular WMA. Though it does. So he has to shoot a doe there, though. Yes. That's so he didn't want to shoot a doe because he's holding out for another doe and a buck, and he's kind of doing what you're doing, where I need it's to like talk to Dan. Yeah, he's really banking <laughs> though on that later success. So he didn't want to shoot this doe. So I told him, I said, "This doe is coming to you. This is gonna like we've got everything lining up the way we want it." And then he had another doe come in, and so Dan's sitting there looking at two does he said the other one was really small but the one that i mean i was i actually had told him we game planned before Mm -hmm. we went in i said i'm going to not shoot i have no intention of shooting a deer unless there's a doe in front of me with one minute of shooting light left i said i will not shoot until there's one minute left that way you have a chance if a buck comes in but if i got a shot at the doe with one minute to go i'm gonna do it and i'll just take it to a processor and get some sausage or something but he could shoot another doe he on can his... he doesn't want to so that's he, why, he doesn't that's why want i said i does. need to talk to there's Dan. there's storage okay. there's there's yeah. just a lot of things like okay, goes into this sense. right um so he, he he's trying to get his extra points on that other property mm-hmm. for taking a doe there um but he may not get one that's the dicey roll right, right, right. so we this was a good doe she was more than 100 pounds um, she's wow. probably 120 pound doe and i lost my shot at her because she she went straight to dan i mean dan mm-hmm. probably had a 80-yard shot, um, and she's broadside to him for forever. I had to scare her out. I told Dan, I said, don't – I don't. she doesn't – she hasn't seen me, um, and I'm in a saddle. I said, I'm going to get down and make noise, and she'll run off. I do not want her to associate you – because he was in a buddy stand that's permanent. Yeah. So I said, I don't want her to get suspicious of your area. I'd rather her hear me mm-hmm. and not be able to see me and leave. Yeah. So I got down – that way that she would leave him and then we, we left. Um, and then I spent the rest of my weekend doing the thing yep. hours and hours of processing. And, uh, I was enjoying our updates. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, Dude, it's so fun. It I freaking loved it. Like, I love the garage. Yesterday. is the, the best time like, of year. The yeah. processing awesome. is honestly like as fun as, I mean, it's one of my favorite parts, if not the best. I mean, like it's the great. reward of it. Like I don't, I don't listen to audio books or anything. I just get some music going. I had Nick Jamerson cranking. I got yeah. my IPA sitting there and I'm just, there's nothing greater. It's yep. awesome. By myself, my kids are asleep. Wife's ignoring me, not wanting to come out to look at the Dexter scene. You know, because yeah. I got plastic all over my garage. It looks a little Dextery, but I mean, do you have the garage door open for all your neighbors? No, I don't do that. Um, mostly because there's a lot of young kids, and yeah. uh, it's not. I feel like that's not my call to like make parents talk about that. And so yeah. I, I don't want. I don't know. I, it, you could, you could argue that it's good for the kids. Which my, I, I have my kids come out. They came out and. <clears throat> it's important to me that they see it before I uh, butcher it. Right. And so they came out, they got to hold the antlers, they giggled over, you know, touching the fur and everything. Um, but I, I don't feel like that's my choice to submit the neighborhood to that. Yeah. Um, I, I'd do the same thing. Yeah. So I try to be respectful and I it could also like seeing that could also be a bad look. Like, yeah. like I don't want it to look um, distasteful. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just, you know, I'm, it's like the same reason I wrap my deer uh, on the cart when I'm up here, mm-hmm. I don't do that. If I, I got one back home, I wouldn't do that because you sent that picture. You know, the, it looks like, like a body. Yeah, doesn't yeah. It? you're driving down 64 What's with worse? that wrapped up on the back. Of you. I'm 100 like, percent getting pulled over. It's 100 percent a body. Yeah, there. sir. Uh, I just wanted to check. Yes, sir. It is a body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got uh, me. 
You have blood on your tailgate. Yes, I sir, do. I do. <laughs> I do. It's still there, actually. It's on my passenger door right now. Um, but It's a badge of honor. Yeah. But uh, so I, I butchered, and then last night was the, the – it's the one task I don't – I'm not – I don't not like it, but it's probably my least favorite is the grind. Mm. Just going through washing 25 pounds of meat at that time. And then I was telling Erica, I probably shaved off five pounds of fat mm. off of that. Wow. I mean, it's hours. So the grind is funny. It's funny. I can, I can do, I could probably do six rear hams in the time that it just took to wash and cut the fat off. Mm. I mean, I know I could, I did the hams in like 40 minutes the other night. And then this mm-hmm. grind is just, it was literally an hour and a half of sitting there washing every little bit of hair off and then slicing every little piece of fat off. Cause I don't, I don't want any of that in mine. Yeah. My grind is holy. Yep. So. Holy grind. That is a band name. It is a, yeah. <laughs> Braden in the holy grind. <laughs> <laughs> I got so no business a, around an instrument. That's my story. That's cool. It's a good one. It's a good buck. Yeah. We ate uh, the first cut last night. Yeah. I, I wanted to eat something before I froze it, so we ate uh, the sirloin, which Dude, is it or looks the football. So good. Yeah. It. Uh, I it? I seared it and or braised it, whatever you want to call it, um, and then cast iron with Derek's bear grease. And, oh. Uh, I had a coffee rub from Tactic Calories that I put on it. It's one of my favorite things to do with with that cut. Um, so uh, mustard bind, put the rub on it seared it with his stuff uh in the cast iron took it out smoked it for 90 minutes or so which it's not packing on a lot of smoke flavor on the egg in that amount of time um but cooked it to like 133 130 133 um pulled it off and it's like prime rib i mean it really is it is one of the it is one of the best cuts on the deer and a lot of people throw it in a grind pile because they don't know what to do with it oh i didn't know that i thought everybody dude there's a lot of people that just grind up those hams really yeah Wow, there's a lot of good meat back there. The, oh, dude, yeah. that's I mean the, the the sirloin is pure perfection. I yeah. mean, you slice through that. There's there's no fat in there at all. Yeah. You know, so yeah. the, you know a lot of people rave about the backstrap, but I honestly backstrap is probably like not even in my top five total cuts to to of of like flexibility. I mean, backstrap you're gonna do one thing with it. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's like you're gonna throw it on the grill and yeah, cook it most like of the time. Chefy. Yeah. You got like all your different recipes. I, and stuff. I just for well, me. That's like not even a recipe out. with a sirloin though. It's just like if you got a grill or a smoke, you could do it in the oven too. Yeah. I think I like the backstrap because it's easy. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> I mean the backstrap's great, don't get me wrong. Um yeah. I'm just saying like I there's other recipes that I like more. Yeah. You know? I'm so stoked to try some of that stuff. Mm. Sam's gonna love it. The other thing with processing it too, like you can just do the neck roast. I don't think a lot of processors, if they do save it, they probably grind it. I would imagine. Uh, where I take a lot of my deer too, they'll save. They save your neck roast. It's one of the first questions: is do you want your neck roast for product or you want neck roast? Yeah, nice. I um, usually get neck roast. I love a neck roast. Do they save your ribs? I think that probably goes to grind. Yeah, most most processors will actually. I've even seen ones that throw them out. Oh yeah, there'll be I've barrels. Seen I've seen barrels yeah. of ribs thrown out. Yeah. Which just like there's just a lot of waste that happens in my opinion. I don't think they are nearly. I know they're not as meticulous as I am. I got the reason it takes me as long as I do is because I'm in there grinding out every ounce of meat off mm-hmm. of the thing. I save the trachea for the dog. I save the femurs for the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I save lungs and trachea for not my. Do- I don't have a dog, obviously, but a friend of my mother. Hmm. They she eats they, it. They, they make their. <laughs> They make their own dog treats for their dog that it's like basically their child. Yeah. And so every, pretty much anything I harvest, so lungs and trachea they take. The the little deer back there uh, that Donovan or somebody broke my uh, the skull cap there on, uh, when I shot that one, we were gutting him. And these neighborhood dogs came up, and we're just like, I didn't know what I was doing at this time. This is one of the first, I think it was my second deer I ever shot. Um this guy that was showing me, we're pulling all this stuff out, and the lungs come out, and these dogs are just like, yep, the whole thing. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like savages! But they ate so much raw meat, just coming straight out of this thing. Yep. I'm like, I guess they can stomach it. Yeah, they got so, a lot stronger guts than we do. I've talked to a lot of people like on Go Wild that say they just feed the a lot of it to their dog raw. My dog Ernie won't touch it raw. He has no interest in it at mm. all. Uh, and I quit feeding him. The I used to like. Actually, I heard it uh, on Meat Eater uh, about how Matt would like microwave venison for his dog mm-hmm. and batch it, like the fat and stuff. Mm-hmm. I did that until Ernie threw it all up one morning. <gasps> oh, yeah. so uh, we don't do that anymore. Either. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I think oh I was going God. turkey hunting. I had, like, cut it out of a, of something. Yeah. And um, I, I'd made venison that week, and I got up to go turkey hunting, and he had thrown up everywhere. <sighs> it was it was on the first floor. It was in the basement. It was all over everything. Yeah. So we don't do that. He's got that city dog gut. Yeah. He really does. <laughs> he really does. So you take him out to a cow pasture, and he starts, like, rolling in cow poop. I'm like, what? why? It's like <laughs> – you're stupid. It's like you. It's like you've never been to the woods before. So sorry, Ernie. You're great. Um, Ernie's here with us today. Funny enough. All right, that's my story, though. Uh, I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> the the weight of like knowing I tagged out on. I, I got a I'm, uh, toothpicks is um, thawing out on my my back deck right now because I'm I'm gonna do the. Oh, you heard me talking about you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. You good boy. Uh, He's thawing out though. I want to do his. I, I didn't like. I didn't even have the motivation to sculpt to like do mm-hmm. the boil and everything with that little deer. So I was like, I'm just gonna save him until I got something bigger to throw him in with. So yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I still think I'm gonna put him on an oversized mount though. You I should. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put him on like a giant oversized mount, and I'm gonna uh, put him like right in the front when you, you walk had, in here. You had a <laughs> quote you were gonna put. with uh, it. Yeah, I was gonna I put remember. something like uh, "All decisions have consequences." Yeah, because <laughs> um, that was I. I decided to pass on an eight point last. This goes back to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. I thought. I saw an eight point and it turned out to be that massive 10 point. I, I like literally had a shot at my target deer and I passed on it and then I ended up shooting toothpicks. So, which yeah. we thought was a doe and his well, I thought was a doe. That's right. If you haven't heard, listen to episode one of this podcast, mm-hmm. I, I go into detail and the horror and the worst 48 hours of hunting of my life. Cause I also passed, I passed on that deer the night before too. <laughs> the well, big one paid off this year. Yep. And I passed on toothpicks six times, I think in archery season and, uh, <laughs> Six times, and then you accidentally shot him. You just wanted him to grow a little bit until fire. <laughs> Dude. Gave him a few more weeks. I, uh, He's about ready. <laughs> Lindsey Thomas with uh, our National Deer Alliance put out some interesting content on spikes, and he shows, like, how they can actually turn into really good mature deer. This deer was never going to turn. <laughs> like you just helping the gene pull. Then, I, dude, I'm telling you that I'm when, I'm going to bring him in. You're going to see it. and You're going to be like, I didn't know they could be that small. Yep. <laughs> when you told me the other day that you were going to shoot a doe before you had your buck, I was like, Oh, we've uh, been there. Why well, is he doing that? Because well, my lesson last time was not to shoot one at distance. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, hundred okay. yards, you can't see a toothpick right yeah right i mean that's the that's the thing you know mm-hmm. i mean it I, i'm i'm it sounds like i'm joking the uh this won't help our audio but like we're talking that that much antler at mm-hmm. a, a hundred yard down yeah, a football field can you see that it was just like not it, a button bug no but it laid on his head too behind flat. his ears it's flat mm-hmm. so and his ears were up because it was windy so anyways well, you could tell the antlers on the one this year. That's yep. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally Didn't miss that one. It was, <laughs> it was quite a bit different. All right. Um, this is a longer podcast than normal. We actually went almost double again, so hopefully Braden can uh, not screw it up. Let's see if we can figure <sighs> it out this time. We got it. Here goes for, nothing. If we're amateur hour again. Yeah. Thanks for listening. This is Brad Luttrell. we got Derek Tolls, Erica Johnson, and Braden Ware.